morning, bitches, and welcome to Wellness For Real. It's your girl, Marlena. Welcome to our very first episode. I'm joined today by my co-host, Felicia, and this is just a really natural conversation that we had about how and why we started the podcast and just our individual stories and what we want this to look like going forward. So buckle up, y'all. It's about to get real. Okay, I think we're recording. Oh my we gosh. are recording. This is our Yay. first time ever recording. How exciting is that? And I have the boomerang to prove it. <laughs> yes. Are you just so excited? I'm super excited. This is really fun. Yay. Okay, so we're going to get started. Talk a little bit about our wellness for real story. Yeah. So this idea kind of came to me. Honestly, I don't even remember how or when. <laughs> We've been talking um, about it for a while. Yeah. We, the first time we met um, was actually at, right after Oprah was in town yep. with Tina Fey. And um, it was a, a brief introduction, but it was like sparks. Yes. And I thought you were so adorable. <laughs> oh my gosh. I felt so the same. Cute. And then we had lunch and then we, that's when we started talking about the podcast and it yep. just kind of has evolved since then. And, it's and so I exciting. think what's so fun is that it was really kind of your idea. And I just was something I always thought I would love to do. And so I kind of jumped on your bandwagon. So <laughs> that's okay. I don't mind because I absolutely adore you and I love you. And I think that you bring such a great perspective that I just don't have. So I like that we have like a really balanced perspective of things yes. and it's not just what I think or what I know. So it's nice to have somebody else to bounce things off of and that's, and you're like at a totally different stage in your journey too. And I think that's the thing at different ages, I think your health journeys are different and you have different challenges and different things that you're kind of dealing with. And I think that's really important to talk about. Absolutely. Um, as we age gracefully. <laughs> <laughs> well, girl, you make 50 look fan friggin' fantastic. Oh, <laughs> um, 50's good. It, it's good. It has its moments, but for the most part, I'm enjoying it. So, and good, I do good. think we have some kind of some things that are similar in our journeys, like at least I think in the beginning, some things that are different too. So I think that's always good to kind of segue into kind of where we kind of started and how we've ended up here. Totally. I think, yeah. Yeah. We, so, we see eye to eye on a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. So do you want to talk a little bit about kind of your wellness journey and kind of yeah. where you started and how you ended up kind of on Instagram and where everybody's found you and that's where I found you? That's kind of a crazy story. Um, yeah. Well, let's start from the beginning, I guess. Um, so I, I've struggled with my weight and wellness and being unwell for most of my life. Um and it wasn't really until I hit my 30s where I really was sick of my shit. <laughs> I was sick of my own shit. I was sick of being tired. I was sick of not living my life to the fullest. Um, and I was just tired of it. So it really, for me, started with therapy, um, which I think is always a good point, especially or a good starting point, um, especially if you've struggled your entire life like I have. Um, and through therapy, I really discovered that my weight was really just a result of some trauma I had experienced at a young age. Um, and for me, that was a sexual assault trauma, um, which I think is something that a, a lot of people can relate to. 
Um, and once I unpacked that and dealt with it um, and really like accepted it and realized it, everything really shifted for me. I realized that my, my worthless feelings um, were unwarranted. You know, they, they, they had no place in my life. Um, so I just wanted to become a healthier person. And obviously I wanted to lose weight too. I mean, I had been overweight my whole life. Um, and like I said, that weight was just me protecting myself um, from the world and from being hurt by people. Um, so, you know, once, once you kind of figure out the root of the problem, it's kind of, it just kind of becomes easier and easier to start incorporating things in. So for me, first, I just started out moving my body, walking my dog. Um, today's actually National Dog Day. It is. <laughs> um, and he was a huge part of that for me. He provided me with some companionship. Um, loyalty and um, he really got me off my butt and got me moving. So I made a commitment to him and myself to just walk one lap around my block every single day. Um, and that, that was a huge change for me. I had been, uh, you know, sedentary for most of my life. Really, I was the girl that always found a way out of running the mile. <laughs> always. You guys, I don't think I ever ran the freaking mile in school. Um, which is kind of an accomplishment, <laughs> finding a way to get out of that every single year. That's so funny. I um, that is a skill set. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and, you know, so I started with walking with him and eventually a friend introduced me to Weight Watchers or WW. That helped me um, learn to repair my relationship with food. So it's a tool that I use to check my habits and, and recreate my habits that I had. So, um, and through therapy, I also uh, worked on my binge eating disorder. Um, so that was something I really struggled with. So yeah, and through all of that, I somehow discovered the <laughs> Instagram weight loss community, actually through my dog's Instagram. I personally didn't even have any social media. Okay, seriously? <laughs> yeah. Um, I actually stumbled upon Felicia Fitness Health on my dog's Instagram. Okay, that so is hilarious. I have no idea I how it happened. I love that. Yeah, it's, it's actually a pretty funny story. So um, I discovered her page and she really just helped me realize that like she was such a normal girl and she was eating food. I was like, that doesn't look bad. <laughs> like that actually looks delicious. I could eat that food. Um, and from there, I, I was like, okay, first of all, it's kind of weird that I'm a dog following <laughs> weight loss people. <laughs> so then I decided to start my own weight loss Instagram. Um, and that now has evolved into a wellness Instagram page and, and what it is now and it's growing and it really grew very naturally. I was just myself and authentic and I think that people really related to that. I think that's what people, because like most of us who struggle with our weight, like we're all just normal ass people. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what drove me to you. I mean, that was my thing. You were, I just, you were really what, very genuine. And I just felt like what you saw is what you got. And you just kind of told like it was and really truthful. And I think also very open and honest and willing to put yourself out there. And I think that I, I love sort of, that the community for that reason, but there's a lot of people that are, are the opposite of that. And so it was really, you know, nice to sort of 
find that. Um, and the fact that you lived in Minneapolis, I was like, ah, oh. you know, cause I don't find that a lot. You know, you don't find people that are local. So I totally. liked that too. Um, and it, you were probably one of the first people that I actually commented on. And which was like, and I'm a pretty outgoing person, but I, for, for whatever reason, I was like nervous to comment. You know what I mean? And <laughs> yeah. so you were one of the first people that I commented and you responded. And so, which was like, somebody responded to me. And so, which was kind of exciting for me. So yeah. I thought it was just so, cause you had a lot of followers and I think to take the time and to respond to people is also says a lot, you know, um, uh, so I thought that was really great. And my story is a little bit different. Um, but I, when I look back at it, I was, I've always been an emotional eater. I just have not always been overweight. And so I think we had talked before that sometimes, you know, you can have issues with eating, but you don't always see it. And so, I mean, I just, I've always been, I grew up just, my mom is half Mexican, half Italian. So food is everything. And so I just grew up, like, if you have a good day, we're going to eat about it. If you have a bad day, we're going to eat about it. Like just everything was always sort of, you used food for everything. And so that's kind of Same. what I was taught. You know what I mean? I was taught that. Same. Um, and I think and that's, I, a, that's a very big cultural thing yeah, too. Yeah, it is. Um, and so I just didn't really, that's how I coped, you know, like that's just kind of like, oh, I had a crappy day. I'm going to eat this. And so I, I would say that I wasn't really, I had a maybe disordered eating. I don't know if I would have a full on eating disorder, but like it was disordered for sure. Um, and I feel like as I got older, um, that's when I kind of, I went to college and, you know, I use food as a coping mechanism, but that's when I kind of put some weight on and not kind of a lot of weight, but you know, 20 pounds or whatever. And that was kind of when I thought, okay, I'm going to go on a diet and maybe try to lose some weight. And that's kind of, I feel like when the, the cycle began, because, you know, I would do some dumb, like weight with like diet with my friends for three weeks or something. And, you know, I'd lose four pounds, you know, and then we're like, screw it. We're going to drink and go out and, you know, eat food at one in the morning. And it became this sort of cycle. And over time, as I got older, it would be every year I'd put on another five pounds, another five. And before you knew it, that was 40 pounds, um, you know, as time went on. And I actually had a neighbor that was like, I'm going to go on Weight Watchers. So it was just like one more diet that I had tried. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'll do it too. But it clicked for me. It didn't work for her, but it clicked for me. <laughs> and as I look back, I thought about, like you talked about trauma. And for me, I, you know, I grew up with a single parent. My mom was 17 when she had me, no dad, very poor. And so I feel like there was a lot of trauma for me around that. A lot of hard things that I went through. Um, and I always use food just to deal and cope. And I never, as I was going through this diet cycle, I never dealt with that. Like I just, I didn't know how to deal with any of those things. You know what I mean? That I went through And My mom, when I was very young, was hospitalized and um, I ended up living with my grandparents. I mean, I literally came home from school and my mom was gone. And so, and just none of that was ever, you don't, you know, I didn't know how to deal with it. And so I think without therapy, it's really hard to kind of know how to figure those things out. So as I started Weight Watchers this first time, and I was kind of introduced to the points program, 
I also started therapy. And so I think that's part of the reason why it kind of worked for me because that just, just by accident, <laughs> um, I was kind of doing these things parallel. So dealing with that kind of stuff and some of the things that I had gone through and kind of learning how to deal with my emotions because it's such a, a mental thing as well. But also at the time, I really, what I liked about Weight Watchers was that nothing was off limits. I could eat whatever I wanted. Yes, there needed to be some fruits and vegetables in that space, but um, nothing was bad. I could have pizza. I didn't have to have salad every day. I didn't, I didn't have to salad for lunch ever if I didn't want to. Um, and I was on it for about two years and I lost quite a bit of weight and I was able to maintain that for a long time. And then I wasn't. <laughs> So I would say I probably gained half of it back. And um, as I got older, the perimenopause came in. And that's where, you know, my hormones and I kind of went through a lot of stuff there. And I just couldn't figure out what was going on. And, and I went to the doctor and they were like, Oh, you're in perimenopause. And everybody will go through that at some point. Um, And I realized that my hormones now were kind of a big piece of my weight loss challenge. And so I did some research and kind of had to find out how to work on that and balance my hormones. And the second time around, I made the decision to, I liked the points program and some of the things about it, but there were some things that I, that I didn't like, cause it was a diet, you know, the first time around it was a diet. And so I needed to figure out a way that I could use some of those principles um, from Weight Watchers. And that's when I found social media. And I just liked following people that had similar stories or getting new recipes, but I didn't want to weigh in. I didn't want to be on a scale every week. There are certain things that I needed to let go of for it to feel like a lifestyle for me and not a diet. And so that's kind of where I'm sitting. So, and I'm still on that journey now, but um, it just, it's different for me. It's not so much a diet. It is more of a lifestyle and the rules aren't the same, but totally. I credit Weight Watchers for bringing me just kind of the guideline, you know, just giving me the yeah. guide guidance that I needed and to bring me to some of these really great people, including you. So. Absolutely. And, yeah. you know, I think that that's something that we definitely both agree on are our uh, likes and dislikes of the program, which is definitely things that we'll explore and talk more about. Absolutely. And, you know, bring other members and coaches on too, because anything can become toxic, right? Like yep. any, any program or process or whether you count calories or you do keto or whatever it is, or, or WW or whatever other programs are out there, anything can be made to be diet culture toxic. Absolutely. But I think the opposite can be said of that too, right? Like with self-awareness and support, I think that you can also make it a really healthy and like you said, lifestyle where it's yep. not all consuming and um, running every aspect of your life. I love that you yep. found a way to make it work for you this time. And like the weigh-ins, that's that's probably my least favorite part of Weight Watchers or WW. Yep. Whatever. I don't get that, but whatever. Um, I, I can't do that. But yes, that was very hard. I felt I didn't like it at all. I felt really weird. Right. And for people that like it, I, I don't mean it in a negative way, but I felt really weird walking into a space, standing in line with a bunch of women and having to weigh in. I mean, I felt like it totally. was really hard for me to do it. It felt something about it just 
I just didn't like the way it felt. And I had to wear the same clothes every time. And it was really obsessive. (laughs) And like, and if I didn't lose weight, I felt like a failure. And I mean, it was just a really hard thing to measure my success by because that's not fair. Like I did everything right. And I still gained weight. What's going on? (laughs) So, so I think what I went through it the second time, I thought weight wasn't my number one goal. It was my health. So weight was going to be secondary. So I weighed myself once a month, which I know, you know, now I can get on the scale more and it's fine. And I know a lot of people don't use it just for weight. It's just to keep them accountable. But because I was so glued to that piece of it that I needed to do it differently. And I also on my Instagram, I do not post I'm down one pound down to, I don't do that (laughs) at all for that reason, because it just kept me too much in a diet mentality. And for other people, it does, doesn't, but for me, it did. So, yeah. And I think I've been on both sides of that. Um, especially at the beginning of my weight loss journey, I did, I post my weekly weigh-ins, but I, I never allowed maintaining or even gaining to really affect my mindset. But I think that straight out of the gate, I found people in the community that had really healthy mindsets that helped me realize that that wasn't the end all be all. Totally. Now, last year, actually about this time last year, I decided to go for lifetime. And it was just a goal I set for myself. It was a challenge I set for myself and I achieved it. But going to the, I went from digital to studio, right? So I was actually going to meetings because obviously that's the only way to become a lifetime member. Um, And what I witnessed was so (laughs) eye-opening people starving themselves, not even drinking water, like you said, wearing the same things, being this like obsessive. I mean, literally, I witnessed grown women and men cry about a gain, you know, about a 1.2 gain. And I'm like, yo, I took a 1.2 pound shit this morning. (laughs) (laughs) I'm pretty sure I drank a gallon of water today before I came here. Exactly. You know, know, but even while I was going for lifetime, I I went to the earliest meeting. I didn't drink any water because I understood the data and how the scale works. I knew if I drank water in the morning, I would literally go up a pound. And I just wanted to achieve that, that milestone for me. It wasn't, it was, it didn't really mess with me mentally too much. Not until I got into maintenance, but that's like a whole nother topic. <laughs> Which I went through that too. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, it, I, I'm glad that we've both found a way to make the program work for us that um, benefits our mental health too. Big time. And I think the program is a lot different now too. I definitely feel, I mean, you know, it is a diet. I mean, let's be clear. The goal is to, to make money. I mean, it's a business. And, but I definitely feel like they've shifted a little bit more from when I was on it before. And I also think you're also, whoever your coach is, is going to also be a, like, if you've got a coach that's really in diet culture, that's going to be your focus. Cause I had coaches that were like, you know, only eat fat free. Like the goal was to get the lowest amount of points ever. And that is the worst. Like, I mean, the best advice I ever got was don't eat something that you're never willing to eat for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? And I'm not eating no fat free certain things I'm I'm never going to eat, but I did because it was one point or, you know what I mean? So I would, and it was terrible. So, I mean, I think that makes a difference for people too, is, you know, who the person is that's supporting you makes a big difference in how the program works for you. 100%. Shout shout out to Lacey, my coach here in Roseville, Minnesota. (laughs) 
She's awesome. Yeah, she she was incredible, and I'm I'm really lucky that we had a friendship before. Um, and she really is just a, a such a supportive, um, and she just has such a healthy mindset, and she really just d- does exactly what you're saying. You know, it really does depend on your coach. But while I was um, weighing in, because you have to weigh in at least once, so I wasn't able to make her like meeting once a month or something like yes, that. and I, I went to a different meeting, and I experienced exactly what you're talking about. I weighed in. I was a little bit up. The lady was like going oh like how many points did you eat did you do you know it was like being so crazy about it and I was like um Halloween was last week and I enjoyed some candy with my family that's why I'm up on the scale and actually I'm down six pounds right now from what I was when I (laughs) six quote unquote pounds from when I got home um and I was like man this is how she treats people when they weigh in one point you know whatever above where they're supposed to be that's wild Um, And then in the meeting, she kept using the verbiage binging, you know, in in reference to overeating. And, and so I was like, man, how frequently is this happening in workshops? Um, So, you know, I I think with anything, especially with such a large company, there's good and bad and absolutely. uh, But yeah, I think finding if you are going to do studio meetings and you are going to do those weigh-ins you have to find the right meetings. And when you see red flags like that, first of all, email Weight Watchers. <laughs> yes, let them know. I think let, that's really important. Let them know. Um, and, and also just, again, be self-aware of that. And if it doesn't feel right, you know, find, find a different meeting. Absolutely. And I think, I mean, in the end, I think, like I said, I'm, I'm grateful for the program. And I feel like their new programs really um, – really give people a lot of flexibility and freedom to kind of, you know, you can eat healthy and the focus doesn't have to be weight. You cannot count at all. You can count a little bit. You can count a lot. You know, you can kind of figure your way around it. And it was the same with exercise for me, just trying to find a way that I like and to move my body. I very much for a long time was sort of this all or nothing. And I think that was the problem, but it was, I'm either on it or I'm off it. I'm on it or I'm off it. And, you know, that's how it was when I was younger. And so for me, there just isn't an on or off. It's either, you know what, I, I'm tired and I don't feel like uh, eating anything. I'm going to eat pizza for three days and that's just how it's going to be. And I don't feel like exercising because I'm busy and that's it. You know what I mean? And it's not, I'm not off something. I'm not failing and I haven't done anything wrong. You know what I mean? Like, it's just how my life is going to be for the next three or four days. And I feel like it's that mindset, that shift that makes a huge difference, but it's not easy getting there. I mean, it's, it's not, Definitely it's a process. Not. It, it takes oh. work. And I think that people it expect it just like people expect the weight to come right off. People expect their mindsets to change overnight and for their habits to change overnight. And I just recently was talking about this. I mean, I'm, I'm over a year now into maintenance, you know, two years into a, a weight loss journey, um, and just a wellness journey. And I, you know, yeah, I've made huge strides, but I, I still have lots of work to do. And, and this is, it's forever. (laughs) I mean, forever, but I feel good. And I feel like that's the thing. As long as you're heading in the right direction, that's what matters. I mean, that's absolutely. And we both, and we both are healthy and we're we're happy. So that's what matters the most. And I think, you know, I've, I think I've, we've found a lot of fun. Um, I've found a lot of fun people in IG and a lot of people with just 
I think great ideas and they're great supporters. And I think that's what helps. Um, Absolutely. And we're going to have a lot of those people on our show. I'm so excited. Yes. So talk a little bit about that. Share a little bit about kind of what wellness for real means to you like that, what the concept is. Yeah. So the, so the, the idea came to me because so often we focus so much on exactly what we're talking about. We're literally doing, (laughs) (laughs) uh, focusing on food and exercise, which obviously are very important, right? They're very important, especially if you have a damaged relationship with those two things. Um, but once you, once you get a grasp on those or in the process of figuring that out, you, I really started to realize that there were so many other aspects of my life that, um, also were unwell. Um, and I really didn't feel like a well person until I started to work on all these different aspects. So, um, different topics that we'll cover, um, topics like sex, <laughs> topics like, um, you know, finances, uh, what are you doing socially? What are you, what are you doing in your life to make the world a better place? That also is such a huge part of being well. Um, some other topics. Like your mental health. I think that's yeah. huge too. I mean, Absolutely. I that's it's... literally number one and I forgot about it. <laughs> Yeah, it's huge. Or even your it relationships. Is. You know, you think about your marriages yes. or your friendships. Yeah, your family. Who, who are the people in your life? You know, do they do they love and support you in a positive way? Um, you know, sometimes, actually, more often than not, the most important weight you're going to lose is the dead weight you have yep. of people that you keep in your life simply because they've been there for a long time. Yep. We we all have that, right? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So, so yeah, we, yeah, we want to talk about all of these topics and uh, bring on other perspectives, not just our own, because I think that that's an important aspect of being well, too, is understanding other people that maybe think differently than we do or approach things differently than we do. Or have something to share. I think that's yeah. great, too. I mean, I think both of us talked a little bit about just some of the ideas and you know information that we've received from other influencers or even other professionals that um, we'd love to bring to the table and share that information with others. So I think that's part of, gonna be totally. part of the show as well, so. Absolutely, and we're gonna have people on that you might recognize, you might know their name. We're gonna have people on that you, you won't, but they have a, a great inspiring story to share. Uh, we'll have people, regular people on, we'll have professionals on that are professionals in whatever topic we're talking about, really just trying to cover all surfaces. Yeah. So we're super excited. So you guys better tune yes. in. Yes. Stay tuned. And um, we'll be keeping it real over here every yeah, Monday, so- every Monday. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Please feel free to leave us a message or a review that is always greatly appreciated. And we'll see you bitches and bros next Monday. Bye.